Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Uh, the Singapore Writers Festival is on as of yesterday here in town. Lots of programs uh, started Saturday, today, uh, between now and, what, 7, 8.30 p.m.? Tomorrow, 8.30 p.m.? Those are two of her talks, yes. Yeah. Uh, and our guest today, right now, is a German-born a Vietnamese journalist and author and flew in on the VTL from Germany. Uh, Chu Pham, great to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling? Are you jet lagged or are you feeling good? I'm feeling great, actually. I do have a bit of jet lag, but it's really exciting to be here and to be traveling. So the adrenaline keeps, keeps you going, you know. Well, it's wonderful to have a, a fellow attendee at the Singapore Rises Festival, and we'll get into that. But before we do, we have been arguing off air. Could you please tell us how to pronounce your name properly and we'll do the best we can? How do you say your beautiful name? It's it's a topic which comes up all the time and it's actually it has become part of my work and part of my book the inability to pronounce my name wonderful and <laughs> okay, that makes sense. All right. Sorry about that. I, I mispronounced no, it earlier, no. but I won't do it again. Kui Pham is joining us now, journalist, <laughs> author, and special in-person guest at the Singapore Writers Festival. Tell us about you. I believe you have a, a recent book that you've written, uh, but give us a little more of an overview of your, of your point of view, your life experience. Uh, you are a third culture kid, uh, far away from uh, Vietnam, the homeland of your parents. Uh, tell us about your your experience? Yeah, so um, I was born in Berlin um, a few years before the wall came down and I think um, I belong to a new generation of Germans, um, second generation immigrants. Um, we are now much more than people would expect. I think most people abroad in German, they think of somebody who's quite tall, blonde, always on time and, you know, eats sausages or whatever and <laughs> there are now there are now a lot of people actually one in one in five um who come from immigrant families like myself hmm. and i've been um i grew up in a in a vietnamese family um and i grew up kind of dealing with these two cultures german culture and vietnamese culture yeah. and that's been a big topic in in my work um as a book writer but also um as a journalist i work for the zeit which is a, a weekly paper it's a bit like the new yorker it's very kind of um uh, in-depth um research and essays and um it's it's been it's been quite a journey um and i'm i'm here to meet some other fellow asian writers as far as possible and 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 get a sense of you know singapore which i think is also a a, a meeting of east and west Absolutely. And you're giving two talks, I believe, at the Writers Festival tonight, 6 p.m., Breaking News, which talks about your work as a journalist, a German-Vietnamese journalist there. And then tomorrow at 8.30 p.m., you're doing a talk on a walk in my shoes, which I'm guessing is a little bit more about the immigrant experience and ties in with your novel, uh, Wherever You Are, which is a groundbreaking work in German literature, which talks about as you mentioned, that second and third generation immigrant experience in Germany. What was first, what was your motivation to write that novel? Because it's an issue that 
many, many Singaporeans will identify with listening to that, being first, second, third, fourth generation immigrants. We're all immigrants at some point. Um, what was your motivation for writing that book? I think in Germany, the situation is a bit different from the one that you just described in, in, in Singapore. It's still a topic that the mainstream society is trying to understand and um, because most people um, do not quite know how to deal with this new generation of, of immigrants. Um, and in my case, um, I, I was approached by a literary agent to um, notice my my work as a journalist um, and I actually needed that push from the outside because I always had this had this feeling um, that there was a great story to be told but I was a bit wary of, of approaching it because it's a very personal story mm. um, and my book is actually it's um, based on the based very loosely on the real story of my family, uh, which is um, originally from Vietnam, but they're spread across the world. There are some members like myself who live in Germany, others who live in California. Um, and um, when I got the offer to write a book, I went, I flew to all my family members and conducted in-depth um, interviews with them, mm. asking mm. them about their childhood and how they experienced the Vietnam War, how they had mm. fled um, to, to the US um, and I got this incredible and dramatic material which I then put together over four years into a novel. Wow, beautiful. We're talking with Kui Pham, the journalist and author, uh, German journalist and author at the Singapore Writers' Festival. The Writers' Festival is going now until the 14th of November. The theme this year is Guilty Pleasures. Uh, Kui, maybe you can also touch on the, the issue of nationalism and racism. We have seen uh, across the globe in recent years a, a very nationalistic trend in many companies, East and, uh, countries, East and West, uh, uh, wanting to hunker down and, and be more focused on internal populations. Uh, have you, first of all, what What's your experience like in Germany with that's related? Um, have you experienced that discrimination? And, um, and, and what is your writing saying about that experience? And that's a very good question. It's a very topical question as well. Um, so um, I grew up in Western Germany, in Berlin. Um, and when I grew up in the 90s, there were not many families like my our families around. Um, I wasn't subject to kind of racist physical attacks or anything like that. But there have been a lot of instances where people were just turning me into somebody who's very, who seemed to be very exotic. And mm-hmm. um, I was constantly asked where I was really from. And people would not believe me uh, when I said, I'm from Berlin. Yeah. I live I have a German passport. That's why I speak German. Many Singaporeans Um, would identify with the where are you from taxi driver experience. Yes, it's very Ah, common in Singapore, yes. Ah, really? Even Mm. here? Interesting. Mm. It seems to be such a universal issue. Um, And now I feel that German society has really moved forward, has really kind of embraced the idea that they are an immigrant society as well, as I told you earlier, because they have such a big um, second generation um, population. Um, But at the same time, we've also seen a backlash. Uh, We've uh, had for um, the second time um, at the the federal election, the uh, populist party AFD, 
was voted um, into parliament. Yeah. Um, and they were very strong, especially in East, Eastern, Eastern Germany. Um, and they are the ones who really um, tried to push the xenophobic button and they question who, who's really German, who should be here. They mm. also question of how Germans should talk about their past and whether it was important to talk about the Holocaust or not, which is like a big taboo. Yeah. Um, so we have these, um, I feel that right now in Germany, where we're at a point where we, on the one hand, a large part of society has become very progressive and very open-minded um, and they understand that immigration is part of their everyday life and indeed part of German culture. But at the same time, there's a small but very kind of opinionated and loud um, minority um, of right-wing populists who, mm. who argue against that trend. Yeah, and we're, and we're seeing this playing out all over the world just this week, of course, mm. in the US, in, in Virginia, the, the, the critical race theory, the issues you're talking about. Should we talk about yeah. the Holocaust in Germany? Should we talk about white privilege in America? Should we talk about Chinese privilege in Singapore and the dominance yeah. of one particular race over other races? These are very, very sensitive issues that are being played out across the world. Are these things you talk about in your in your writing, the... The role of, of majority races and minority races and their different experiences are these issues that you touch upon? Yes, in my in my book, they are not like it's not like a common piece. Mm. So it's more. Uh, it's I think I'm trying to convey certain messages through the stories to make it easy to read and just kind of follow the plot and really wonder what this family journey is about. But then as you go deeper into it, you realize there are these, these questions come up. For example, one of the, un the uncle of the, the, the main protagonist, he's a Trump supporter. He's Vietnamese in California, but he's become a supporter of Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, but then also um, an interesting thing that happened to me just recently was that I went to Frankfurt Book Fair, which is the biggest book fair in the world. It is. Um, in October. And there was a bit of a scandal just around that topic. Um, Norman, the Frankfurt Book Fair is a trade fair. So everybody, all, all kinds of publishers can book a stall there. And we've had a few right extremist um, publishers who had a small stall. But this year, due to the corona restrictions, it was right at the center in the main hall. Mm. And um, there is a black um, author, a first-time author, who was supposed to present her debut novel exactly in that same hall. And she's been fighting neo-Nazis um, online for quite a while. And she felt threatened wow. um, by, by going into that situation. And de she decided to, uh, to not come. And she called for a boycott. <laughs> so mm. quite a few writers um, actually decided to not attend Frankfurt Book Fair this year um, in solidarity of her and boycott it. Um, which I think, kind of created this really interesting discussion of what a you know a book fair should be what kind of a place should it be and how do we how do we deal with you know all these different opinions being in one room on the one hand you know right wing um publishers on the one, on the other hand you know black activists how do we deal with that and it's it's i think again that's it's a discussion that plays out around the world yeah. We're talking with Kui Pham, a German journalist and author uh, here in Singapore uh, this week for the Singapore Writers Festival. Where do you where do you come down on that on that uh, issue of free speech? Because it has been very challenging in the U.S. Do you 
do you openly allow racist comments, you know, from a certain segment, a certain group, for example, that a world war was fought over, that hundreds of thousands of people died to fight against? Uh, or do you say, no, everybody deserves a voice? Does everybody, in your opinion, deserve a voice? I'm abs- I mean, on this very part- on this case, um, I am absolutely a um, a defender of free speech. In my work as a journalist, I have always sought out to speak to those who have a different opinion from me. For example, I have covered Brexit um, for mm-hmm. the side, and I was even though I'm pro-European, I spoke to a lot of Brexit supporters. And in this case of the book fair, I think it's not. Not so much. It's not only a question of free speech, but it's also become a question of security. So this black author said that she has actually um, um, received threats from this publisher. He is um, a neo-Nazi who is um, observed by the German secret service, okay. um, and she has received death threats as well, quite a lot. And um, so I think in this case um, we need to balance um, her right to speak and her right to feel safe mm. um, with the question of who you invite or not. So uh, in general, I think it doesn't help to ban books or you know publishers. That these ideas will not go away. But if there's an instance where a person is receiving threats um, and is worried about her security, why not create an environment where she can be safe and just not invite those right-wing publishers so they, you know, we have a um, secure situation. Yeah, fantastic. Well, you're going to have some very lively conversations today and tomorrow. Just to recap, at 6 p.m. today, you're doing breaking news. And at 8.30 p.m. tomorrow, one I'm particularly looking forward to, a walk in my shoes. I will be at the Writers' Festival myself just a couple of hours before you. So hopefully we'll, we'll catch up at the Arts House tomorrow. Now, very finally, finally, the theme is guilty pleasures. So I thought, round it off nicely, what is your guilty pleasure? <laughs> well, of course, um, my guilty pleasure is food. And it's I'm so overwhelmed by the choice here in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll be busy. I'm, you'll be busy. <laughs> I'm busy, but the problem is really I can't eat so much. Like, if I could, I would just try everything. I, you know, like um, every hour, try something new. Um, from sweets to starters to barbecue, whatever, soups. Um so that's really that's really what I love and um I think that's something that I definitely want to do while I'm here. There you go. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Our thanks to Quifam, a journalist and author uh, in from Germany for the Singapore Writers Festival, the festival going now until the 14th of November. Thanks for being with us on the show today. Thank you so much, and I hope to see you at the Writers' Festival. Yeah, hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Great to have you. really cool. (laughs) To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.